No ketchup. No ketchup. What's really good, my people? Me and Big Nick the Quick, we're back. We're doing a recap of Game 5. Bucks-Hawks Eastern Conference Finals. Bucks get the W. <clears throat> what was the final, Big Quick? The 123-112 Milwaukee Bucks. 123-112 Milwaukee Bucks was never a doubt, though. No. From the start, Bucks got off. Hey, got scary there in the third quarter for a nah, second. No, not really. Yeah. Like, I mean, they weren't they, they couldn't stay up 20 points all game. You know what I'm saying? No, no. But uh Milwaukee gets it done game five. We're gonna start doing these. Nick the Quick came up with a dope ass idea. He said, yo, we should start doing some quick hitting segments, call them fast food. I was like, yo, no ketchup, fast food. That shit fits the brand, fits what we should do. So yeah, I'm uh I'm hundred percent with it. Let's do it. So we're gonna start doing these uh after big games, after playoff games, just talk some shit. All right, let's get into it. What'd you think of the game? I the, the first thing in the notes that I dropped down was it's truly amazing as us being Bulls fans to see Bobby Portis and campaign actually making real noise <laughs> in the conference finals, Doc. East and West conference without finals. Bobby Portis and campaign. Yeah, no, without a doubt. I mean, obviously, for me, the campaign shit is way, 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 way more surprising because when he was on the Bulls, he could not play basketball. Like, it's not like he sucked. It's not like, uh, like whatever, like, or even he showed some flashes or anything like that. He was absolutely terrible, unplayable. You remember the Summer League highlights? Like, the guy could not play basketball. Portis could hoop. Like, that was never a doubt. Like, Portis could hoop. He could get buckets. If you remember the year that he came off suspension after breaking Miritich's face, remember he came back and he was putting up, like, 20 a game. Here and Miritich were both balling. Right. Um, and when he came back and then eventually they just had to make that move because he was kind of part of that rebuilding thing or whatever. And I think, was he involved in Was that? He was part of the auto deal, right, if I'm not mistaken. Uh, we got auto and a pick or something like that for Bobby Portis and uh, – yeah, I believe so. I believe Somebody so. else. I forget who it was. Um, yeah. Those are dark so, days. I don't, very I don't dark remember, days. I don't remember those days like Very that. dark days. But he did, <laughs> he, he did break Miritich's face, and it was funny because if you remember, like it wasn't like the organization came out against Portis. It was almost like, yeah, like we would have punched Miritich too. Like everybody was supporting yeah, Bobby yo, Portis in that shit. Yes. Which was the, very telling. Like, Yeah, all the all the players show Bobby love, all that for sure. The team brought so, him back. He, he was playing big minutes when he came back. Like no problem, right? Yeah, no. So I think that was one of the first things uh, I had jotted down in my notes was just it's sure. crazy to see. And he is being aggressive. I mean, it, it was it was the it was the Drew, Chris Middleton, and Bobby Porter. So, oh, like Absolutely. that was it. Yep, that's what it, they were looking for. He was getting shots. It was no, it was really the Brook Lopez, Lopez show, and Bobby yeah. Porter show. That was the thing that stuck out to me the most was just the fact that they yeah, made it seemed like their game plan was really we're gonna go lick, gonna go low, we're gonna go big, we're gonna feed the post. We're going to beat up on them where they're weak. Like, it seems like Bud had kind of found a soft spot in that Atlanta's D. Yeah. Um, it's not they're a great defense anyways, but they've been playing well in the playoffs. They have been playing um, well. But down low, they had no answer for Lopez and Portis. Like, 55 points combined from the two of them. It wasn't a whole bunch of Lopez shooting threes and all that. I think they were 9 for 29 from three. They didn't shoot the ball that great from three. But yeah. the biggest difference was those high-percentage paint shots, and they absolutely bullied them with that. It was clear Drew made an emphasis on getting the ball down low in addition to getting 20, what do you have, 20, 26, 25. 
Middleton had a good game, but it's not. It wasn't a, a loud game, right? You know what I mean? It was. It was a nice twenty six. He yeah. did what he needed to do. 26, 13, 8, almost a triple-double. So really good game for Middleton, I guess. No, really good um, game. Yeah, game but the, yeah, but the biggest difference was the 55 points from Portis and Lopez. And absolutely, Brooke Lopez just dominated them. Yeah, if, they're, if those guys are sniffing anywhere close to that number, it's a wrap. It's a wrap. I don't, care if, do is, I don't care if Giannis is hurt or not, right? It's, it's off oops. It's off post-ups. It's however you want to get it with those guys. So, I mean, those guys running the floor, getting, again, 55 points from those two guys. And it was only one three that Bobby uh, Bobby Portis hit. So, it's not like it was, you know, the two of them just sitting back there shooting threes. It was all in the paint, beating them up, grinding them down. So, no, no. Uh, I mean, very four, impressive. Four starters for the Bucks had at least 22 points. Yep. Lopez obviously had 33, like we just went over. Middleton at 26. Jay Rue, Drew Holiday at 25. Bobby Portis at 22. Yep. So yeah, I mean, if that's if that's gonna happen, Giannis or no Giannis, they're gonna be really tough to beat. Yeah. It didn't seem like to me that Atlanta was didn't feel like they were they they felt like it was a must win. You know what I'm saying? See, they they, they felt like it just seemed to me like they were. Kind of lackadaisical from the start, and then never really could get into it. I think without, and, and this is obvious, right? But like without Trey Young, it's a completely different team. I think with Trey Young, that third quarter sequence when it got down like, to seven, when after got, Herner came out and hit those two big shots to open up the third quarter, yeah, that could have been Trey Young time. And with Trey Young out there, like they can get that quick seven or eight points. I think that's the difference, right? Like when you put Trey Young out there, it makes the guys that are around him really good like it makes them look a lot better but without him you it's just a bunch of really nice pieces but it's not that main guy who can go out there and just stomp on your throat exactly it's a bunch of appetizers it's a bunch of appetizers no man exactly so they did cut it down to pretty close again the third herder came out did his thing um early to start the third quarter but they just couldn't put together that run but again milwaukee you can't fuck around and let Atlanta hang in there. And I think they went back to what was working for them. Again, going down low, feeding the paint, Lopez and Portis. And at that point, it was a wrap. But I think with Trey Young out there, they would have won that game. Atlanta would have won that game, in my opinion. You would go that, that really, far. You yeah, because I think, I think what really helped with Milwaukee was how far ahead it got, they got them in the first quarter. Like, they yeah. thrashed them in the first quarter, right? But if you look at it, Atlanta outscored him in the second. I think Milwaukee only scored outscored him by a couple points in the in the third, and in the fourth, Atlanta outscored him. So it was so really just getting out to that half, big lead to begin the game. To close the half, it was starting to get tight, and then it was Milwaukee nine at halftime, right? Well, Milwaukee came down and hit two threes to get it back to fourteen. It was yeah. eight, and then eight. Milwaukee came down and hit two threes, and then Collins hit a three, yeah, to take it down to I believe eleven, but. If they don't, they don't, they don't close that that quarter as strong as they did. Yeah, it, it was starting to get a little tight at some points, but I never felt like the game was out of out of hand. I felt like Milwaukee was no. pretty cozy all the way. No, absolutely, because Milwaukee had a solid game plan. But I'm just saying, with Trey, I think that looks a lot different. Yeah, wait, talk to so during the game, and we're gonna try to for everybody listening, we're gonna try to keep these like 15 minutes, little quick fast food, no catch up, fast food, post game talks, but. We were in the group chat talking, and you're not impressed with Cam Reddish. No, I never have been though. I mean, yeah. like going back to Duke, and I know I think he. I understand he was a big time high school player. I don't watch any high school ball at all, so I can't speak on that. But just going to Duke, 
the games I've watched with him with the Hawks, like he doesn't impress me at all. Like there's nothing impressive about him. He just doesn't. I understand he's been hurt and all that, but like I don't see like you know he's one of those guys you've always heard his name for years. Obviously, again, like I said, big time high school player, but at Duke he was the third guy and and didn't really do that great there. I heard he's a shooter, but he can't really shoot to me. Uh, <laughs> I feel like y'all are giving impressive. him a hard y'all giving him a hard a hard time. It's, I mean, it's not like he's been playing all series. He's still getting his shit together well, and he hasn't yeah. been playing all playoffs and been a big contributor and he's coming up small. He's but I'm still talking to about get back in the flow. In three years of watching Cam Reddish, I've never been impressed. You're going to Duke, you're going to his rookie year, you're going this year when he played. I'm not impressed. And that's nothing against him, man. He's young. He might still, you know, come up and do – maybe he'll become a late bloomer. Like, his situations have been interesting. But, you know, I just – I haven't – I've never watched, like, wow, man, I really see, like, what everybody's talking about in Cam Reddish. He's just a guy. It does feel like there should – he should be, like – he should look more like Bogdanovich. Yeah. He's got the size. He's uh, allegedly got the got the got the strap, but no, he yeah, doesn't. He's does mythical, very mythical, mythical shooter. strap, <laughs> mythical shooter. There's not, mythical there's no strap. evidence. He's Bigfoot. He's Sasquatch. <laughs> Sasquatch shooter. So Sasquatch shooter. And again, amazing young man, man. I yeah, hope he, I hope he turns yeah. it around and he's got time and everything like that. But you know, for right now, um, I just haven't seen it. Again, like I, I didn't see it at Duke, didn't see it last year, haven't seen it this year. Yeah. Uh, but shout out Chris Dunn for coming back. Shout out Dunn. I like Dunn. Yeah, Dunn, Dunn grabbing people's jerseys. Yeah, that's and, what he and does. Then, and then asking, and then asking why he got a foul call. He's out. He's out. Yeah, he's out give there. It, he's out Bobby, dirty. He's give like, it, yeah, giving Bobby Portis <laughs> opportunities to scream into the crowd. Right, great and, defender and, and hype folks up. So. It is funny, Dunn and Portis. It's like, yeah, you see all these, oh, like, all these fucking all over the place, guys on the floor. all over yeah, the place, it's getting minutes. Yeah, getting minutes. Yeah, it's crazy. But that was great to see Bobby again. I've always liked Bobby Portis, man. He's super aggressive. He's an offensive player. He's a bucket. He goes hard. Like you like to talk about guys that put in a shift. Yeah. Bobby Portis, you said in the group chat, Bobby Portis. He's earning every minute. He's out there. He's he's doing his thing. Oh, he's earning taking it. nothing for granted. Nothing. Like, yo, you're gonna give me thirty minutes in the playoffs. I'm gonna I'm gonna give you yo, thirty minutes in the playoffs. And I, and I, I'm talking. I'm screaming in the crowd. I'm yeah, getting all my that. shots up. I'm all putting the boards up. All that, man. I laid out all the guys in the playoffs that you know weren't necessarily sure if they were gonna, you know, get that time. Yep. There, Reggie Jackson campaign. Well, campaign has been playing all year, but Reggie Jackson, Bobby Portis, right? Reggie Jackson, yeah. Bobby Portis, all those guys that necessarily weren't weren't getting that time that they could have been. Yep. Um, they, dude, Reggie Jackson was out the league, like we said. He's starting to get out the league. All of a sudden, he's putting them minutes to use. Bobby Portis, same thing. So, yep. yeah, man, I, I I dig it. I feel you. Okay, we got a day off tomorrow on yep. Friday, and wow. then we then we go back to Atlanta for Game Six. Uh-huh. Any initial thoughts there? Is this shit over with? Do no, we the, need the, injury, the injury report matters in this series? Yeah. Um. So I'm 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 concerned about the Giannis injury. I never like it when we don't know what the injury is. You just tell us that he's out. It's no structural damage, but that that just means there's no structural damage, right? Like he can still be out for the rest of the year. Yeah, it could be a uh, bone. Yeah, it could be. A, yeah, it just, yeah it they don't want to jump. They don't want to jump the gun, right? They don't yeah, want to come out sure. and say, "Yo, he's out for the series," and then oh, they just want to tell you nothing's play. broken, they nothing's just, torn, whatever. Exactly. exactly yeah. Exactly. Um, and with Trey, you know, we just got to kind of figure out what's going to happen with him. But yeah, I think I think for the most part, this is probably over. 
unless you get Trey back and he's able to, you know, be at 90 plus percent, this is probably over. Um, and if Giannis is hurt, I mean, hey, look, man, there's no reason. There's nothing about Phoenix that we've seen all year that shouldn't tell us that they shouldn't take care of business, whoever they play. Like, guys, hey, watch the film. We talk about watching the film. Watch the film on Phoenix. It's been there all year. Yes, they haven't folded been. We've all been year. Telling you, we've been Have talking not folded about up. it. Have not folded up at any point all year. So I think you know uh, th- this is this is Phoenix's year. But yeah, we'll see what happens. In, in to game. go on your to go on your point about you know all appetizers, no real main dish, aka Trey Young. They shot 46 percent from the field, forty nine for ninety, forty one for ninety. They shot forty percent from three. And they and they end up losing the game by eleven points. Exactly. They 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 got they they lost on rebounds, but not by much. They lost on assists, but not by much. They had five more turnovers. They got absolutely smoked out in the paint. 60, 66 to thirty three. Yep. So, and that's without Giannis. That's a man. That's a crazy number. You yeah. had told me in Game Five, Milwaukee without Giannis is going to score sixty six in the paint. Brooke Lopez is going to score 33 points and Bobby Portis is going to score 20 plus. I would have been like, dog. Impossible. Yeah. That's never going to happen. What are you you talking about? How are they going to score 66 points in the paint? This, this three point shooting offensive juggernaut type squad. They've been all year. How are they going to get 66 points in the paint without Giannis Antetokounmpo plan? It's impossible, but they did it. And it was a great game plan. Yeah, I mean, dude, they were throwing lobs. It kind of, dude. Drew, he, start, Drew, he started Portis, and yeah, I mean, it was it was excellent game plan. Like, yeah, Drew was looking like he was. He, he looked like he, his Trey Young game was out there. About time. Yeah, man. Yo, shout out James in the comments. Yeah, bro, I had my mic off the first like ten minutes. I just yeah. flipped it on, bro. You should have told me. Why are you say nothing? I was trying. I, I, yeah, yeah it, it was. It was. Yeah. Oh, yeah, I, I, I peeped it like halfway through. I was like, "This doesn't sound right," but I couldn't tell. Said something. I was. I'm back. Good, it's all man. good, man. It's a fast food, it's a man. Fast so like, food, quick, hey, man. You know, not all the not all the fries are you know are perfect, <laughs> man. You know, it's all nah, good. We appreciate you for fun. rocking with us, though, James. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's quick. We got it fixed now, and uh, I'll be sure to have it fixed going forward. But yeah, I think this is this is this is this is wrapped up. Unless I'm talking about wrapped up, like this game in Atlanta is going to be done too. I think. Yeah, probably. Hey, can we give a quick shout out to Chris Paul talking shit at the end of the game last night too? That was the best thing I've seen in a while. He was he was talking big shit to the crowd. Um, he, I he love ready. it. He ready for the finals. He's, he's ready, man. Hey, he's ready for the yeah, finals. Absolutely. Um, shout out Milwaukee. I still got to get up and see that building. Maybe if I could somehow, maybe we could spend some money, bro, and go see Chris Paul in Milwaukee in the finals if, yeah. if, if that does come through. Yeah, for sure. Man, Chris Paul. I don't know, play. man. Those those Wisconsin folks might be spending all their money on those tickets. Nah, the football no, season's no, gonna be nah, tough. No. <laughs> the football season's gonna be tough. No, nah, they're gonna be going to Lambeau to see Jordan Love this year. Yeah, no, nah, they'll keep it. They'll keep it low. They'll keep the tickets low enough, man. And uh, we'll figure something out. Because yeah. yo, like we say, you got to go see these guys who are still playing. Chris Paul will not be playing very many more seasons in the NBA. So I don't know, man. I think he likes his money. They say he's gonna opt out and ask for three years, a hundred million, and he, he might he might get it. What are they gonna do? Tell him no. Yeah, I mean, hey, are they gonna tell him no? If I if I wanted if if this might be a crazy take, but if I won the championship this year and then I had to pay Chris Paul, I guess I 
gonna yeah. do? Yeah, I don't know. I guess what are you gonna do? You can't let what him walk, right? Yeah, what are you gonna do? The man came there. They hadn't made the playoffs in 10 years and they were in the NBA Finals. That's crazy. Hey, now look, I'll tell you this. Cause I think if everyone is healthy in the West, or um, even a majority, I don't think they're in the finals. I don't know if I can give Chris Paul $100 million. It depends if it's going to decimate the rest of that team or other people. I I don't know the Suns well, cap yeah, and, and, and like their situation, but I don't know if I could I could lock up. 100 I think million. the thing with the Suns is all those guys are homegrown. So I think you can go over the cap to resign all of them. Like I think you can go over the recap to sign Aiden. You can go over the recap to sign Bridges. Yeah. You figure it out. Make it make it work. Figure it out. Yeah. All right, you yo, know, we're yeah. gonna we're yeah we're gonna close it there. No catch up fast food. We're gonna start doing this more often, man. I appreciate everybody rocking with us. No catch up sports talk via Chicago. Bucks win game five, game six Saturday. Let's see if they can end it. For a big need to quit, Sean Little. No catch up sports talk via Chicago. We out here.